Merry Christmas. On this second day of Christmas, we celebrate the feast of St. Stephen, the first martyr. Yesterday, we celebrated the birthday of our divine king. And today, we celebrate the birthday of his first soldier martyred for him. And yesterday, we remembered how Christ came from heaven robed in flesh. And today, we celebrate his soldier entering into heaven robed in that white robed army of martyrs. And yesterday, we celebrated how the angels sang glory to God in heaven at the birth of our divine child. And now the angels welcomed Stephen into heaven. This contrast, you know, doesn't seem, seems almost a little out of place that on the second day of Christmas we're here celebrating the very first martyr. And yet it's a reminder of exactly what Jesus came into this world to do. He was born to die. And that's why some icons will show Christ not in a manger at his nativity scene, but in a sepulcher, in a little tomb. Because those swaddling clothes, those swaddling bands, foreshadows the burial cloths that he was to have when he is laid to rest after his death. And yet, this is exactly the joy that we not only celebrate at Easter, but here during Christmas, that Christ has come to save us from death. And that our death as a soldier of Christ is not the end. It is our birthday into heaven. And that is why martyrs' feast days are celebrated not on their birthday, but on the day they were martyred, the day they died, because it is their birthday. And so really, these, this is Stephen's birthday, and that is why it is united to this birthday of Christ. And St. Stephen is that first martyr after Christ's death. He's the first Christian to be killed, even before the apostles, to be killed for the faith. And it is believed that he's one of the, the first the 72 disciples and one of those first seven deacons. And he is privileged with this great gift of the crown of martyrdom to lead the way of example that be not afraid. You know, Jesus said in the gospel the night before he died, Beware of men, for they will hand you over to courts and scourge you in their synagogues, and you will be led before governors and kings for my sake. As a witness, as a martyr, it's the same word there, martyr means witness, as a martyr before them and the pagans. When they hand you over, do not worry about how you are to speak or what you are to say, for you will be given at that moment what you are to, stay, to say. For it will not be you who speak, but the spirit of your father speaking through you. And that is the great blessing we have as Christians, is that we offer ourselves up to the Lord so that we might be his instruments, that we might speak his words, that we might 
be able to be his hands and feet in this world, to bear that light which conquers all darkness. And in the Acts of the Apostles in our first reading, there's this great account of Stephen defending the faith and speaking with a wisdom that infuriated those who were persecuted him. And they were not willing to accept Jesus. Just like Jesus was rejected at his night that he was born. You know, there was no room for him at the end. Here, the chief scribes and Pharisees and elders, they do not have room for Jesus still. They still have their own attachments, their own agenda, their own ideas of God. And so they reject his representative, Stephen, and they go out to stone him. And what is Stephen's response? He continues to love. He prays for them. And he cries out with his last words, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. And it is exactly praying for his enemies is that that's the example we are to have. Christ came to establish a kingdom which lasts forever, but that kingdom can only last forever because of love. As St. Paul says, only love will remain in the end. And that is why Christ's kingdom lasts forever, because it is a kingdom of love, which is why we as Christians must love even our enemies. If St. Stephen did not love his enemies, who knows if St. Paul would have ever converted, because it was Stephen with this most valuable prayer right here at his death that he's praying for St. Paul who participated in this act of murder. Jesus came to establish peace, and yet here he is, in a certain sense, causing division. And yet, it is not a division we need to be fearful of, because it is like that grain being separated from the chaff, the waste. Like the sheep being separated from the goats. That is the only kind of division Jesus brings as the Prince of Peace. But that peace that Jesus brings is one which, no matter what comes our way, can endure, can last. If we trust in him, it is a peace that will reign in our hearts. It is a peace that will endure even in the midst of persecution. St. Stephen had this peace as he was being interrogated and grilled, being on the hot seat, and then being stoned to death. He still had this peace. And that is a peace accessible to us, if only we trust in the Lord. There are many enemies of the church that have tried to destroy the church. And yet, what is Jesus' response? 
it is always one now of mercy. But then, in the end, there will be justice. That true justice, true peace. You know, look at the response of Bethlehem. Did he send his angels to smite those who rejected him and his parents at the end? No. He sent the angels to praise him. Did he send down angels to smite Herod? No, he meekly left and went to Egypt. And it is the same for us now. We respond with mercy for Jesus will bring that justice at his coming. Whether at the end of their death, like Herod, for Herod did not last forever, nor his tyranny, and it is the same for all the enemies of the church. Their reign will not last forever, but only Christ's kingdom. But we must remain in Christ. We must persevere, and persevere especially in charity. Charity, not only of praying for them, but also, as St. Stephen, trying to correct them in the truth that they might change their ways of falsehood so that they might have the truth and walk according to the way of life. Even enemies within the church, we need not fear. You know, as I shared in my Christmas homily at midnight, Saint, uh, a uh, Napoleon Bonaparte told a cardinal, you know, don't you know I have the power to destroy your church, the Catholic Church? And that cardinal responded, oh, you little man, don't you know there have been thousands of priests and bishops over the centuries who have tried to destroy the church and have failed? We need not fear the destruction of Christ's kingdom. Christ came to reign and established now, in this time of mercy, an opportunity for those to enter into his kingdom and for his disciples to be his soldiers giving witness. May St. Stephen intercede for us that we might always have that fortitude and perseverance to endure to the end. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit divinemercyplus.org for a complete list of our shows. 
That's divinemercyplus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.